0: Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast. We are a family that encounters God's transforming presence and extends the kingdom. Each week we get into what God is doing among us, what he is saying through his word, and why we should be excited about where he's leading us. For more information about Catch the Fire and giving to support this ministry, check out our website and our Church Suite app. Hello, welcome to Family Life Podcast. Um, We are, I'm on my own right now. I say we, I mean me. Uh, This is Alistair. On my own recording. um, We are a couple of days out from uh, our elf service uh, that we had on Sunday just gone. Um, (laughs) That was a lot of fun. Um, That was probably one of the uh, we've, had, we've had some unusual services at Catch Fire London, um, usually because of the unusual activity of the spirit, um, you know, dance parties and weeping sessions and people grabbing trash cans and bins and using them as drums and, you know, you name it, we've had some stuff. Um, seeing the church transformed into a candy cane Winter Wonderland, um, and Dan Davison, one of our senior leaders, dressing up as Buddy the Elf um, and eating spaghetti with syrup was a new one for us. (laughs) But it was really, it was really fun. It was just amazing seeing how much the kids loved it. And um, yeah, just uh, seeing the the presence of God come. And there was this beautiful moment that I, I just really loved when Stu had shared and and was just uh, gave a really, really encouraging message about just um, being yourself in the kingdom and allowing that generosity and that love um, and that um, expectation of the goodness of God to flow through you and and to be carried around with you in in your atmosphere. he gave this message and then Dan stood up and, and he just sort of changed tack for a moment and um, just sort of said, look, I've, uh, I've been dressing up and looking silly and looking like um, a guy who you know is <laughs> isn't taking himself too seriously. But we know for a lot of people that trying to do some of these things is tough when you've got pressures on you. And for some people, this year has been a year of great pressure. Um, we know that from a church perspective. Um, this has been a real year of transition, and transition can be really exciting, but it also um, can be hard and, you know, emotionally draining. And, yeah, Dan just stood up, and I just there was just this really sweet moment in the spirit that I felt um, in the room where people were just kind of uh, taking a pause before God and saying, yeah, actually, uh, I... I need to recognize that it's been tough for me this year. I need to give some stuff to Jesus. And, you know, I I, I remember Stu talking years ago saying, God clearly doesn't work by our uh, calendar. And, you know, uh, he does things in appointed times, but he's not constricted to the months and the days and the years. Um, But there is something about the end of a year that causes a kind of reflection to happen in us. And um, I think God works through that, and He uses that. Um, I think He can cause us to to reflect and meditate on how we're doing at any point in the year. But there's something about the end of the year that uh, that causes us to, to to ask questions that we wouldn't uh, the rest of the, the rest of the time. And so, yeah, I just pray that as as you listen to this and as we're coming into the end of this year. Um, and about to step into 2020, which, you know, whatever corner of the kingdom you might be involved in, the prophetic is just kind of um, gushing forth on any number of different areas Um, about 2020. There's just so much prophetic excitement about this year. Um, I just pray that you would feel the, the grace of God land on you, um regarding everything from this year everything that was challenging everything that didn't shape up the way you're expecting it to and um know that it's okay to give that to god and um kind of as a segue into that i i wanted just to talk for just a few minutes um on a scripture that i've been sort of turning back to time and time again in the last couple of weeks and um I don't know whether you ever get this when you look through the Bible and you see something and there's something of the language of today's church, something of, of the phraseology or the, um, the the vernacular of today's Christian movement and you find it's in a translation, you find it in your Bible and I'm not talking about the message or the passion translation, just you know like a quote unquote standard Bible translation and you see a phrase and it just kind of jumps off the page at you. I was reading the other day, a couple of weeks ago, um, Acts. I've been going through the Book of Acts, and there is the familiar um, story where there is the, the lame beggar, and Peter and John are going past them, and the, you know, uh, silver and gold I do not have, for what I do have, you know, rise in the name of Jesus, and and that 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 story that then leads into another impromptu preach that that um, that Peter does, and. As he's talking, um, I'm in Acts 3 here. He said, verse 17, And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your rulers. He's talking about uh, Jesus being handed over to Pilate here. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer and thus uh, fulfilled. And he says, verse 19, Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out. Which we could just spend an hour talking about but it leads up into this Repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus Times of refreshing may come in the presence of the Lord Verse 20 Times of refreshing may come in the presence of the Lord That is a phrase that feels like it's plucked out of the mouth of a charismatic worship leader or a preacher in the river or whatever you want to call it times of refreshing they come in the presence of the Lord that's like the tagline for soaking ministry there's something about that that just jumps up because we know in the presence of the Lord there's healing We know in the presence of the Lord there's redemption. We know there's salvation. We know that there's assignments given in the presence of the Lord. We know that there's conviction um, and there can be um, correction. We know that there is um, affirmation. We know that there is um, comfort that happens in the presence of the Lord. This one here, times of refreshing may come in the presence of the Lord. That just feels like the... the, the one of the clearest scriptures for it does exactly what it says on the tin get in the presence of the lord and you will find refreshing it's as simple as that and i want to jump back to sort of prove this point um which if you're listening to this i assume i'm sort of preaching to the choir here but let's just look at a practical application of this if you jump back in in your bibles um to the the gospel of luke and at the end um chapter 24 the resurrection and then you've got the road to Emmaus the two disciples walking back um, to Emmaus and dejected disappointed confused unsettled just bewildered and and the one of the verses of scripture that just uh, gets me every time I see see this when they're recounting to Jesus who they don't know is Jesus yet as he draws alongside them They said, they're talking about how Jesus, you know, the Christ was handed over and delivered up to death and crucified. And then they say this phrase, but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. We had hoped. And just that one sentence, you just think like to to be able to say that, we had hoped just communicates so much disappointment and loss of vision. And um, you know, how many times have you looked back over a season, looked back over something you thought God was doing? We had hoped, we had hoped this ministry was going to work out. We had hoped we were going to get pregnant. I had hoped that girl, that guy was going to be the one. I had hoped this job was going to be the next new assignment. I, that, that language just communicates so much, oh, so much dejection and shrugging of shoulders and, and deep sort of sorrow in your heart. And Jesus kind of walks alongside them, he walks alongside them in it, and then he starts interpreting the scriptures to them. and, 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 and you know the story. it goes all the way to um, him being invited into the home once they get to the town, and then him breaking the bread and their eyes were open and they recognize him, and like that he vanishes. and they turn to each other and they say, "This is verse 32, Luke 24 they said to each other, did our hearts not burn within us while he talked to us on the road and while he opened up the scriptures? And they rose at that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And then when they're there, they they uh, they tell what happened and people rejoice. I love, and I want you to to not miss what they said, did our hearts not burn while he was talking to us on the road while he was opening up the scriptures while he was explaining while he was changing our perspective while he was helping us look at disappointment and turning it on its head and and letting us see life did our hearts not burn when we heard those things what are they describing they're describing times of refreshing in the presence of the Lord they were being renewed by just being with Jesus now that the, the model that it took the 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 way that it expressed itself was he was talking about himself he was changing their perspective of their hearts how they were seeing things he was talking about his sovereignty he was talking about the father's plan the prophets being fulfilled all of this stuff was was how uh, was the mechanics of it but Jesus was present they didn't even fully comprehend it their hearts were burning to the point where they had gone from being dejected tired and walking from one city to another that in the middle of the night they got up and were fully energized to return back to the place where they had just left a disappointment and find their brothers and encourage them and this becomes one of the stories that has now been preached for 2000 years about the glory of god so i want to just give you some perspective and Honestly, I'm giving myself this perspective because I've had a phenomenal year. And this has been a great year. First year of marriage. Woohoo! It's been amazing. It's also been probably one of the hardest years of my life. Getting used to a new scenario of being married, ministering in a church that is wonderful but has people in it with all of their stuff and people coming and people leaving and people settling and people moving on to the next thing. This has been a full on year. And there are times where I've realized if I don't get in the presence of the Lord to have my refreshing, I'm kind of done for. I'm done for because my own reserves are both limited and ineffectual to give me what I need to minister in the power of the Holy Spirit when, when, when they're just self-reliant. I can sort of mimic what being filled with the Holy Spirit looks like, but it becomes, it, it comes across like a knockoff version that has a sort of a, a kind of an 11 minute uh, sort of time frame that I can keep it up for. And then I just, I, I lose patience. I, I get frustrated with people. I get frustrated with myself. I can't fake being filled with the Holy Spirit. I can't fake being refreshed by the, Holy, uh, by the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Lord. And without times of refreshing in the presence of God, without times in, with Jesus where my heart burns within me and I get re-energized, then I start trying to do ministry in the strength that I have in my flesh, which is both dangerous and also highly ineffectual and ineffective. And it's also incredibly draining trying to put up a mask and so what I want to say to you as you enter into this amazing Christmas period um, as you prepare I guess prepare yourself for a new revelation as we do each Christmas a new revelation of Jesus came to the earth and we we get we our hearts start preparing for that when we're sat in a carol service or when we're watching a nativity play even when we're watching a Christmas movie or we're we're listening to Hark the Herald Angels Sing or Oh Come on, Come Emmanuel on, they're, they're all things that stir us to think again in a fresh way that Jesus came as we prepare to have a a newer layer of revelation of Jesus coming and as we reflect on the last 12 months that we've had in this year and the highs and the lows and the question marks and the unresolved things. I pray for myself and I pray for you. And this is just going to be a moment of impartation where I just ask the Lord to come right now and inhabit this prayer for everybody who's listening, that you would know times of refreshing that come from the presence of the Lord and that your heart would burn within you as a presence of Jesus helps you reflect and meditate and ponder the things of this year that have happened that have worked and haven't worked that have been highs and that have been lows that you would do that in the presence of Jesus and you would also feel I pray Lord a greater ability not of your own but of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit within you, of empowering grace working within you, that you are able to take a step out of the fast lane of your life, step into the presence of God, take the presence of God back onto the motorway, back onto that fast lane, and know that you can have the refreshing that comes from the presence of God, regardless of what the next month of your life is going to look like regardless of whether Christmas is the best time in the world for you or whether it's the suckiest time in the world. I pray Lord Jesus that times of refreshing in the presence of your son Jesus, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, in the presence of you Father God Almighty would come upon everybody who listens to this podcast, everyone who is a member of our church family. I pray it Lord let it be done in your name. See you next week. Bless you.